Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler here is here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief recap of the day's market action based on what we see in the VRA Investing System and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. Markets took a bit of a breather today after the S&P 500 hit its highest level in over two months yesterday, and the NASDAQ hit its highest level since before, just before the lockdowns began. As the market continues to look incredibly disconnected from what the harsh reality is, uh, as we got back this morning, the initial jobless claims increasing by another 2.4 million, bringing the total now to over 38.5 million unemployed, and continuing claims surged as well, over 2.5 million bringing the total to over $25 million now, which is an all-time high for continuing claims. And check this out as well. In the last two months, total lost wages per worker is now $8,900. Average small businesses have lost 40% of their revenue. And all while this is happening, billionaires got 15% richer, adding $434 billion to their net worth. And it certainly makes you wonder, how long can that continue? How long can the market surge while the outlook for everyday Americans looks bleaker than ever? When these lockdowns end and reality kicks back in, if this is continuing, I think there's going to be protests probably exceeding what we saw with the Occupy Wall Street movement, and it would be very justified as well. This is absolutely disconnected from reality. And we know that the Federal Reserve, Jay Powell and team are going to do whatever it takes to keep this market propped up, keeping the uh, the U.S. economy looking strong, although it remains to be seen how strong it really is. We'll have to see how many of those people get their jobs back when lockdowns are fully phased out. But we know that the Fed is going to be spending unlimited money until that time, going to keep printing it. So our theme remains here. Don't fight the Fed. And it is one of our key screens here for the VRA investing system. It makes up one of the three screens that we have bullish right now. That's three out of 12 screens. So we've got nine out of 12 screens bearish. And until we get to a point where we can flip to six out of 12 screens bullish, we're going to remain our defensive positioning here. And looking at our markets on the day, uh, we got a bit of a mixed day, mostly negative, giving back the gains from yesterday, but not entirely. The Russell 2000 did finish up 0.05% on the day, so really pretty flat to 1,347 on the day. Uh, for our other indexes, we started the day uh, quickly flipping to positive as the put call ratio hit its most bullish reading this morning since probably the beginning of the lockdowns, but the enthusiasm was short-lived. It hit a 0.58 this morning, and then our indexes flipped once again. The NASDAQ led the way lower, and the put-call ratio finished above a 0.8, so not exactly full-on frothy there yet. But we've also been watching our other sentiment indicators, another big uh, important factor here for the VRA investing system. Last night, we got the AAII Investor Sentiment Survey back, which only rose slightly. Bulls now up to 29%. Bears still remaining elevated with 45% of investors bearish despite falling 5.6% from from last week. But it's not just retail investors that are bearish right now. 
the BAML monthly survey, which is made up of 200 different fund managers with, a, with more than $600 billion in assets under management, this group remains in extreme fear territory. This is the lowest level, percentage-wise, overweight the market that they've been since the financial crisis. We've also learned from the survey that 68% of those fund managers believe that this is a bear market rally, with cash levels remaining high at 5.7% of assets, one of the highest since the financial crisis as well. Still, with sentiment that heavily bearish, it looks like this market could continue to head higher. We are beginning to reach overbought levels on stochastics now, still waiting to get there on the other VRA momentum oscillators. But looking at our markets on the day, the NASDAQ led the way lower, down almost a full percent of the day, finishing just off the lows to 9,284 for the NASDAQ. And if you've been tuning in here, you know that that is one area that we've been watching closely. Tech led the way higher in our previous bull market. And it remains our only major index that is above its 200-day moving average. So we're looking for weakness here to lead to our next move lower. This and oil are two of our big indicators. Oil did finish higher on the day. Energy finished lower, though, as far as sectors go. I'll get to more on that here in a second. But remember, tech leads the market and semis lead tech. And we saw a bit of a chink in the armor here today as the semis really led the way lower down 2.7% 2.7% on the SOX uh, index for semiconductors, uh, finishing at the lows of the day as well. So not what you want to see if you're bullish here. We were followed there by the S&P 500, finishing down 0.78% to 2,948. And lastly, the Dow, finishing down just over four-tenths of 1% to 24,474. Uh, Also, I do want to point out, though, the S&P 500 is at a very important resistance point here. It's right. It's moved right up to its 200 day moving average, but it has failed to rally above it up to this point. It's stuck in a fairly narrow trading range, about a five, five or six percent range here since the end of April. And we see that we are approaching overbought readings now. This market looks like it, it just keeps taking two steps forward and one step back. That is making it difficult to read with our momentum oscillators, but we are approaching extreme overbought now, at least on stochastics. Looking at our internals on the day, we got some solid numbers here for having a down day like we did. Advances narrowly beating out declines on the day, pretty close there, uh, about 100 off. Uh, new 52-week highs to lows also came in solidly positive. It was on lighter numbers than we've seen in previous days, but it was positive. And lastly, volume came in positive on the day as well. Looking at our sectors on the day, this is where we started to see some weakness as we got 10 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors negative on the day. Industrials were our one leader, uh, finishing up just slightly though. And as I mentioned earlier, energy led the way lower today, down just about 1.5%, despite oil uh, finishing higher on the day. We were followed there by tech. So again, those are the two we're watching here, energy and technology, followed by consumer staples, utilities, and materials. Uh, finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold is lower now on the day by one and, just over 1.5% to 1725 an ounce. Silver down as well, 3.27% now to $17.44 an ounce. 
Copper down just over 1.2% to $2.43 a pound. And oil was our one bright spot here for the commodity watch today, up a nice 1.5% now to $33.99 a barrel. However, talking to oil contacts uh, just around our area here, Houston being a huge oil hub that it is, we have a lot of contacts in oil. They have shut their their supply, their, their uh, production down significantly since the beginning of lockdowns. And when speaking to those contacts, they have no plans really until the, the end of the year for any of those wells to come back online. So, I mean, it, it could be interesting to watch the supply levels on that. Um, however, interesting to see the approach that oil companies are taking right now. And lastly on the day, Bitcoin continues its recent sell-off down now over 5% on the day to 9,040 a Bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive your VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.